The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN Store. All right, give us count number five here. In five, four, three, two, one. Joel's a little bitch. Joel's a little, little bitch. Joel's a little hairy, hairy, German little bitch. I'm very hairy. <laughs> Are you? Do you got a lot of hair? A lot of hair. Nice. Everywhere. Oh, nice. Now, when you say everywhere. Mm hmm. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Holy shit, Seattle just scored again. Uh, my name is Talon Jenkins. Joined by our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Apparently, apparently the Kraken are just going off here against the start in the first period. Yeah, it just, oh just showed up on my stream. It's 4-2 in the first. Game's already over. I think many people are on the under in this. At least I was. Joel, Joel called the over, so uh, good for him. But yeah, good good night of hockey uh, so far. And this the Seattle team looks like it's not going to back down. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Nothing nothing exciting. Unlike yesterday where I uh, vomited out my, my issues with the, the Bruins and the Avalanche. And then the um, thankfully the Devils covered my ass. So yeah, not much going on today. Uh, pretty pretty boring day. Uh, you, you guys want to you guys want a bit of a story? Always. Yes. Yeah, I would love me a Meyer story. What do we got? All right. Well, back in the day, when I was 19 years old, I worked at a lottery kiosk, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was in the middle of a mall, like the greasiest fucking mall in in Chillock, BC. Shout out to old Chilliwack. Um, <laughs> it's a very shitty shitty town. Lots of crime. Anyway. Um, this is the shitty side of that mall. Like there, there's this other mall is like the, the, the expensive mall, the bumping mall. This mall was the shitty greasy mall and uh, it was always really dead. So I was bored and I started playing some fucking Kino at work, just uh, sitting there, <laughs> plugging it in. Um, you know, those, uh, the Scantrons things that make you do and the, uh, you know, do they have that pro line? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about? Um, so yeah, that that's what I'm doing. I win like 80 bucks the first time. Like, oh yeah, fuck, this is easy. The next day <laughs> I, I start doing it again. <laughs> I get into like 400 bucks worth of debt, and I'm just taking money out of the cash register, or rather, I'm just not paying it. So uh, I'm like, oh fuck, the boss is gonna kill me when he sees this. 400 missing the next day, and uh, thankfully my dad came along and uh, <laughs> put money in the fire. <laughs> yeah. That's so, yeah, that, that, that was my first experience uh, with, with some debt. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, it, was, it was, yeah, I didn't even have to pay it back, I don't think. So, uh, <laughs> 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 fucking Kino, man. It, it's for, for junkies, but it definitely made the time go by, that's for sure. Oh, of course. I, I That was like me when I used to fucking just play Russian ping pong at work all day or fucking check ping pong. Yeah, you, you, it's exactly what happened to you. You go up a couple hundred bucks the first time you do it. You're like, okay, this is easy. You're just betting overs and unders and shit. And the next thing you know, you're just you're in the hole and you're betting check ping pong every goddamn day to try and build up your bankroll <laughs> yeah. to ham over fucking college football. Like, <laughs> so I understand how you can get hooked. Uh, what made you think of that story? Where did that come from? Well, I've got nothing else to say, so I figured I might as well just pick up uh, a story from yeah. my my experience, my life experience. Uh, I, got, I got a few more whenever I'm uh, I'm so boring. Keep pulling out of the bag whenever boring, you need them. 
thanks. Thanks, Ryan. All right. I'm doing okay. It's been a it's been a mixed motion since the last time we spoke. Holy shit. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Um uh, I have before we get into things, Joel, I haven't formally got to apologize like on air. I'm really sorry for your avalanche. I'm sorry, my man. Ah, like I like I was saying yesterday. It, it, it's not the end of the world here. I mean, last year was the year that we were all in, um, which is what the uh, management thought as well with the deadline acquisitions, whereas this year they obviously didn't think that we had much of a chance to signing <laughs> Lars Eller and Jack Johnson. Uh, this this year was pretty much a write-off, given the fact that Lannis Gog wasn't going to play at all and, uh, and all the other bullshit that happened. It was basically a two-man team between Mac, McKinnon and Rantanen. So, yeah, it, it sucks going out to Seattle in the first round. That's a bit embarrassing, but uh, it was just basically Grubauer, just the ultimate revenge goalie series. True. And, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't have much hope this year. So it didn't. It still hurts, but it doesn't hurt nearly as bad as it would have been uh, last year or, you know, like it hurt the couple of years before that, too. Call it a hangover year, you know, fucking eat some spaghetti, take some Advil, and then wake up, and then next year you guys are going to be back at it. Let's go, yeah, Advil. Exactly. Baby. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. NFL playoffs have been absolutely electric, man. Obviously, you can find all the information like that on the website. Uh, NBA playoffs, just stuff going on there. Uh, F1, you know, pretty boring race last Sunday, but stuff's going on in the NASCAR world. Tons of stuff. Ryan, what's up in baseball? Everything good in the baseball uh, world? Bryce Harper came back today. Today's okay. first game back after he had Tommy John surgery, but like 180, 100 some days ago. Very Hell quick yeah. recovery, so uh, very happy to have him back. What a what a miracle in modern medicine that is. That's awesome to hear for the baseball folks. Really happy. Uh, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, you can find... Oh, boys, let's go Breakers. Clyde McBathel-Thompson is a fucking stud. Loving the USFL. Let's go Breakers. 3-0 to start the year. Absolutely unbelievable. Just took down Birmingham. Made a, I think they were plus 230 on the money line, so I made a bit of cash on that. That's cool, baby. Uh, anyways, you can find all that information, all the stuff's going on in the world of sports at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, baby. Uh, read the articles. Lots of good stuff being pumped out daily, so be sure to go check that out. Uh, listen to the other shows, too. Tons of good content, man. Like This network's absolutely just killing it with everything they drop, so be sure to go check it out. Uh, check out Ryan's other podcast, Baseball Money is Fake. Ryan was on the, uh, the flagship show there, too. He absolutely killed it, so that's awesome to hear. Uh, but yeah, you can find all that stuff at the website. And of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's always popping off, baby. Tons of stuff going on. It's been a little greasy, though, lately. I'm not going to lie. Once playoffs have rolled around, <laughs> there's been a couple grease balls in there just fucking i don't know if the whole thing is just built over top of a bridge because there's a shitload of trolls in there and it's getting it's getting a little catalytic but that's okay you know it's still a great place to be we're all having a lot of fun it's all been in the good faith uh so yeah get your ass in the discord it's still a pretty good support system shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord if you want to know how to get in there reach out to myself or ryan on twitter or the hgp uh twitter account we'll be sure to point you in the right direction shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord baby Catalystic, catalytic. catalytic is, <laughs> what did I uh, say? The catalyst. New, the new word of the day. Catalyst. Yeah, catalytic. No, I'm just making. <laughs> fantastic. No, fantastic word. You should, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know when I said it. I'm like, I don't it's, think that's right. It's, <laughs> it's overall entertaining though. Um, so get sg.pn slash discord or as Talon said, reach out to one of us on Twitter or the Hockey Gambling Podcast Twitter, which is at Hockey SGPN. Um, we also do have that voice channel now in, in Discord. We tried that out quickly. I think on Sunday uh t-bone uh, we, we're all in there so uh make sure you check that out we'll help you get that going for for some future games and leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, spotify or listen to your podcast subscribe and turn on auto download hell yeah <laughs> all right boys if you will let me i have not been able to talk 
about the Toronto Maple Leafs on this thing in the past couple of days. So I, I got a couple of things I want to say, if that's okay with you, gentlemen. Go for it. All right. If you don't like the Leafs, skip this part. It'll be about a couple minutes. Skip forward. But the Leafs win their first playoff round in 19 years. 19 goddamn years it's been, okay? They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. They win it in six. Absolutely fantastic effort for the boys. Tampa Bay, no slouch. Those guys showed up, man. I, I, I was with it. I had the Leafs win in this series. I think a lot of people did, let's face it. But Tampa Bay, although they were struggling to end the year, these guys showed up, man. And I know maybe they didn't show up on the score sheet. You know, I know Point didn't have a great C or a series. I know Kucherov was a little banged up. Point was banged up. Everybody was banged up. Hedman was hurt. Everybody was hurt on that goddamn team. Maybe Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky played okay, but not as well as he should have, I suppose. But this is a big deal for Toronto, man, okay? And everybody that's sitting there, I got a couple things to start, okay? This is a big deal for the players, The fact that the players got this monkey off their back is the most important thing that I have to bring up here, okay? for These guys have been hearing it for so long. And if you look at a guy like Austin Matthews, look at a guy like William Nylander, when the the playoffs are over traditionally, Matthews will go back to Arizona, Nylander will fuck off to Stockholm or something like that. But a guy like Mitch Marner, man, that grew up in this market, that lives it and has to chew on this every day in the offseason. He maybe goes to Muskoka or something, but you still hear it. It's everywhere. This is a big deal for them, bro. So, yes, congratulations to these guys. They fucking earned it. They deserved it. I'm so proud of this goddamn team for what they accomplished, and they should be too. Now, the second most important thing to me is the fans. Okay, Leaf fans get a lot of shit. I'll be the first to admit. I'll tell you right now, I probably unfollowed about 30 people after this Leafs win just because of seeing their reaction. So I understand how people can be pissed off at Leaf fans. Yes, some of them are total fucking assholes, probably the lowest low scumbags of the world. I agree. Some of us are absolutely horrible. But this fucking fan base absolutely earned this, okay? And everybody that was out there on that Saturday night celebrating that Leaf win all the way along Bremner, all the way along Young Street, firing off fireworks, losing their minds, crushing beers. You guys fucking earned this, and you fucking deserve this, okay? When I see people sitting there online being like, oh, Leafs acting like they win the Stanley Cup and this shit, like Leaf fans acting like they win the Stanley Cup, that is such a crock of horse shit. Every fucking person that's saying that, oh, I saw, who was that, R.A. from Chicklets was going off on it. I hate to say this, I hate to call it out, because, you know, I like you, you're a good guy, you're in our Discord, but Catfish Dilly saying it too. Well, you know, if you're going to say it, I'm shooting back here, okay? Every single person that said that would be the same cocksucker that whenever anybody would say anything positive about the Leafs over the past decade, they would be like, win a round and then come talk to me. Well, they fucking won a round and the fans are celebrating and you're going to come back with that shit. That just tells me that no matter what this team does, you're just going to shit on them no matter what. So anybody that I see do that, your fucking opinion's officially irrelevant to me. It's anything you say is just shit out of the mouth, okay? So if you're giving these fans shit for doing that, that's absolute, like, ridiculous. Second of all, I was there 19 years ago. When the Leafs won their last round in 2004, my parents drove me a fucking hour and 20 minutes up into Toronto. It was 11 o'clock at night. We didn't get there until about fucking like 12.30. And we walked up and down Young Street and it was the exact same goddamn environment. It was going nuts. The fans were cheering. There was fireworks. People were jumping on top of flatbed trucks driving up Young Street. I'll never forget. I was nine years old for Christ's sakes. So to say that Leaf fans are celebrating like this when they, you know, just because they won for the first time in 19 years, 
That's just how we celebrate, baby. That's just the fucking passion that this fan base has. That's how important this team is to this city and to the fans of this city, man. So I'll tell you, it's absolutely nothing different. So if you're going to give them shit, you fucking don't know what you're talking about. The passion that this team has, that these fans have, is a privilege. And I'm fucking honored to be a part of that, man. I We've all taken so much shit, and rightfully so, and we've had to chew on it. Anytime anybody said anything over the past so long, all we've had to do is fucking chew on it, and we can't say shit. Well, guess what? We fucking win a series. You're going to rub it in our face for celebrating. You wish your team fucking cared as much as we do, okay? So that's all I got to say. Congratulations for the team. They deserve it. The players, most importantly. Kyle Dubas. I love that guy to death. Happy for him, of course. He deserves some cookies in this as well. The player's number two, but the fans. If anybody's trying to give you shit for celebrating, don't even give them the time of day. Don't even fucking say anything. They're going to be miserable no matter what. You you earned this leaf, fans. I fucking love every one of you, except for the 40 people I do and follow because they're just fucking absolute nuts. I'm sorry. That's all I got to say, boys. Off the rails. That was that was fantastic. That was very well said. The, the shit talkers are just going to talk shit no matter what, and fans should celebrate every round. That That's a, something to celebrate. Unless you're a complete dynasty where that just wears off. You don't want, you shouldn't want that to happen. You just want to be, be happy, be enjoy, be happy with every series win. you know, the players shouldn't, obviously the players, you know, celebrate that night, celebrate the next day, then get back to work with the fans. Yeah. Go off. You're, you're, you're waiting all season long for this, especially Leafs fans that would be waiting. Okay. Regular season doesn't matter where they go in the first round. They've been waiting since October, since September for, for this moment, let them celebrate. You, you guys deserve it. Thank you. I... I don't agree. Uh, why not, Jolie? Tell me why not. Tell me why. Uh, it's one fucking round. Who cares about the history? Like 100%. it's one fucking round. <laughs> Take no, it I easy. Agree with, but but can you sit here? Can you tell me that that's not a big deal? Now, obviously, if you're to sit here and say, okay, the season's a success because we won one round, you're fucking absolutely ridiculous. But. Obviously, the cup is the goal for a team of this caliber, for a team of any caliber. If you look at the standard for the other 31 NHL teams, it's to win the cup. Yes, obviously winning one round in the grand scheme of things is absolutely nothing. But if you're going to give a shit for 19 years, we're going to celebrate it. And if we win two rounds, we're going to celebrate it. We win the first round next year, you're going to see the exact same goddamn celebration, my man. Okay, let me clarify. For the fans, yes, it's fine to celebrate. I agree. You got to enjoy the ride along the way because uh, this shit only happens so often and you only have a good team for so long. So yeah, I, I agree that the the fans should be able to celebrate every every win, every every series win especially. But uh, just uh, like the, the, the like the Toronto fan account or the the official account is like delivering Bud Light to the to the locker room. Like, uh, um, what's wrong with that though? You can't have beers. Uh, sure, but uh, it's it's just it's just everything all together just makes it seem like. Um, plus the fact that they they didn't put on their best effort today. It, it's just. Uh, it's, I, I, don't, I don't know if the, the players are, uh, you know, we'll see over the course of the series, but um, so far it seems like they, they maybe shot their load uh, <laughs> a little bit there in round one. Um, you know, we don't know what's going on in the locker room, whatever. We don't know what their mentality was. Maybe they're just serious business and all that. But uh, the way that the, the I would imagine that um, they, they're buying into it and all, like it's a huge relief and all that. I get it, but uh, it's still just one round and then, uh, you just got to have a few beers, sure, but then go to work the next day. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure that that's what's going on. But this is just speculation. But, yeah, for the fans, absolutely, totally agree with you. Um, you know, but uh, don't get carried away, and especially not the team. I, I agree with that 100%, man. And well, I don't want to hijack it. We'll leave it at that. But I, I watched all those exit interviews after that first round, and everybody said the exact same thing that you said. Yeah, it's awesome that we did it, but we're not here to win one round. We're here to win a, the, the cup, and rightfully so. 
All right. Well, what now. else are they going to say? We're like, oh, <laughs> but that's what they're. But that's, we're out of here. We won one round. We're going yeah, home. Exactly. <laughs> that's the narrative. That's the general narrative, though, man. I don't know. We don't got. We're we're good. We can leave it at that. That's okay. All right, what are we going to do? Let's go into tonight's game. Speaking about the Leafs, let's fucking talk about them even more here. Uh, <laughs> Leafs game one against uh, Florida Panthers. They end up losing 4-2 here. Um, it was a fun game to watch, man. I'll tell you that firsthand. Uh, Florida showed up. Anybody that's sitting there shitting on this Florida team, saying that it's going to be an easy out, man, no. They play well. They play playoff hockey, dude. They're gritty. They're in the corners. Their goals that they score are absolutely fantastic. Shots from the points, get bodies in front of the net, create chances, force breakaways off turnovers, simple mistakes like that, capitalize on mistakes. That's kind of been Florida, man. We talked about them, their MO a little bit. They've been playing uh, playoff hockey for almost about seven weeks now, for Christ's sakes. And, you know, the, the, the guys showed up. Well, I think Kachuk had three points today. That's awesome. Like, this is a good Florida team, man. So give them some cookies, too. They earned it. Bobrovsky had a hell of a game, dude. That guy made some 10-bell saves, uh, especially at proper moments, too. He had a couple when it was 2-2. It could have easily gone in and been a 3-2, 4-2 Leafs game. Uh, he played well. And then especially closing it out. One thing I do want to comment on, too, you look at when they were, it was 2-1, I think, going into the third period there, wasn't it? Was it not, I believe, for, the, no, 2-2, sorry. Um, Florida came out, they could have just kind of rested on their laurels a little bit, man. Just try and play a little bit soft, try and play defensive-minded. They attacked every time they got the puck, every time the Leafs had the puck, they had somebody pressuring them. Uh, that, that's how you win in the playoffs, dude. So give credit to the Panthers there. Uh, they got a pretty interesting team going forward. That'll be a, it's going to be a fun series to watch, man. Yeah, I said that in the discourse. I'd appreciate it. I mean, if Sergei Bobrovsky can play anything like that, the, the Panthers are, are really going to be a dangerous team here, especially with, with Kachuk's just on fire now. They they, they talked about on the ESPN broadcast, they have that, that heavy line with Kachuk and then the fast line with Verhage, and it kind of is hard for the Leafs to mix and match because they have Riley and Chen together, one that plays physical, one, one that's faster. But, I mean, the Leafs, I think, still are the better team, still have a decent chance to win this series, but Panthers absolutely showed game one why they why they should not be taken for granted after uh, knocking off Boston. Yeah, Julie, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't catch much of this game. I only saw the third period. Uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, the, the Panthers forechecking was a problem for the Leafs defense. We'll see if they go to to seven D men again. Bring in uh, Gustafsson. Maybe he's a you know he can he can keep up with the the Panthers' speed, because, uh, you know, the Panthers are a lot faster than the Lightning were, so it's a different challenge altogether, although um, they do have the same weakness in terms of their defense, so the, the Leafs need to keep up that forecheck, and we didn't really see them press that until maybe a little bit in Game 6, which uh, uh, garnered some success, so I think that's the path to success for the Leafs, but, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't see much of this game, just Brovsky was killing it in the third period. Um, yeah, I mean... Talent, 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 uh, nailed it. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Well, one thing I will say, and I will expect, and this is something that the Oilers have been doing for years now, and it seems to work and has some value. Uh, I expect the Leafs to go back to an 11-7 format here, 11 forward, seven defensemen. One of the positives on that too, if you're wondering, like it, it makes it harder to line match, right? So it's not as prevalent when you're at home, but when you're a road team. No, sir, you sure you start with three guys or something, but you'll be constantly switching it up because you're forced to. And that kind of the pressure's on the uh, the home coach there. Well, how am I going to match up with them if they're mixing their lines up every other shift? So keep an eye out for the 11 and 7 in this game. Like I said, if you're an Oilers fan, this is nothing new to you. You guys have been doing it forever, but it's something the Leafs have toyed with. They did it in game six there against Tampa and expect to see that. They didn't do it tonight, so it'll be interesting. Well, 
All right, the uh, Leafs are finally playing into May, and we are celebrating that with Shady May. Teaming up with Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsComingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Hmm. All right, boys. We got two games set here for uh, May 3rd. I can't believe it's already May. That's absolutely unbelievable. For What's the date? What's today? Is today Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. Okay. So for Wednesday, May 3rd, we got two games on the docket. Boys, are you ready to go or what? I'm dying. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still battling the sickness a little bit, man. All right. First game on the docket. The times for these are weird. I, I'm going to double check this really quick because I'm just going off what DraftKings said, and they've been fucking high sometimes before. So give me give me, give me two seconds. Do, 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 well, do. That sucks. Probably, that's probably technically correct. Uh, the website says 7 and, and 9.30. Okay, that's what we're going with. You're right. Fuck DraftKings. Why do you even look at them? First game on the docket at 7 o'clock. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina, baby. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at plus 100. Carolina on the money line at minus 120. The over-under is at 5.5. Overpaid now plus 110. The under minus 130. I'm about to die here. Ryan, take this away from me. Yes, be a, be a big game one to see how the Canes are going to be able to, to fare against the Devils. We saw the Devils. A lot of people are excited about them after beating the Rangers in, in seven there. But, I mean, the Devils could barely show up in, in games one and two. And, um they're somehow the favorite. I mean, not somehow the favorites in the series, but they're the favorites in the series. Carolina has home ice. Carolina barely won the Metro, but but they did, and they had the rest advantage here. So uh, we'll talk about the series after this. But 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 for this game, I, I think you got to go with uh, Carolina at home minus 120. I think it's anytime you can get them at home, a little bit more rest, uh, a lot a lot more rest actually. So uh, yeah, Hurricanes here minus 120. Probably lean to the under five and a half at minus 130 as well. Yeah, you know, we spoke a little bit about this game, or this series, rather, last night. Um, I think that the Devils were uh, were going to be a bet, but they, they opened up at a pretty fair price there at minus 130. So, yeah, for this game, um, you know, it's it's going to be an emotional one after winning that game seven, and then two days later going into Carolina. We saw this. The the Panthers just do that, of course, against the Leafs. But uh, the, the the Panthers have a little more experience than the Devils do, so it's a it's, a, it's still a concern there. But uh, still, I think the Devils are the better team with the the Hurricanes missing three big pieces, and um, yeah, with the Kier Schmidt playing the way he is, I'm not uh, exactly sure which team has the goaltending advantage. Ordinarily, it would be the Hurricanes, but um, yeah, with with how Schmidt is playing, uh, that's not the case. I don't think. And um, yeah, I mean the, the way the Hurricanes play, it's it's it generates confidence for the goalie with with how many shots they take, the the easy saves that he gets, and that, that's why these goalies tend to tend to stand on their heads against them. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's Devils or nothing for me. Plus one hundred, great road team, keep the momentum going. 
And uh, but I like the under five and a half uh, as well. That at minus one thirty is a little little expensive, but still with with the uh, two proper goalies in that there. Rant I think is is injured again. I, I don't know what's going on with him, but Freddie Anderson came in and he played well in the last game. Um, that's interesting though because the Bruins have the same kind of situation with Allmark being injured, and they decided to play him in Game Six, whereas the Hurricanes were like, no, oh, not Ranta, you're out. Put in Freddie Anderson. It's a little different because Allmark is the uh, bona fide starter there, and the Freddie Anderson and Ranta, who knows what the hurricane uh, goaltending situation is like. Yeah, but, I, th- uh, I think Ranta's healthy, and they just went to Anderson. Okay, I thought Ranta got a little banged up, but uh, I'm probably wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Allmark and uh, Swayman, though, were alternating all season long. Like, Allmark never played more than four games in a row, so uh, I don't know why they didn't play Swayman there in game six. But anyway, on to this game. Uh, yeah, I like the under five and a half. Both teams play great defensive hockey. Uh, Hurricanes shouldn't have it so easy against the Devils as they did against the Islanders because the Islanders are uh, terrible at maintaining offensive zone time and their power play is absolutely brutal. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the penalty kills for both teams will be pretty good, especially the Hurricanes. So, I uh, yeah, I like the under five and a half here and um, I'll lean to the Devils. Is Schmid, is Schmid a guy? Like, you see the real deal, do you think? I don't think so. Who knows? The Devils have, like, a goalie that goes hot for 20 games, and then he sucks again. Like, that, that's just the way that they're they're playing goalies. It's like, the Devils are the avalanche, man. The the Devils are the avalanche of last year. Like, the way they play, <laughs> the way they play, the, the, the goaltending uh, question marks and all that, uh, it's, it's just a fast-skilled team, uh, deep, like the avalanche were last year, and uh, with the activating D-men. So the Devils have uh, a lot going for them here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know about Schmidt exactly, but, uh, you know, he's 22 years old. He's an unknown quantity, but uh, we're, we're going to trust what we've seen from him in uh, his first uh, five games in the playoffs. So, yeah, let's go. Let's go Devils once again. I think an important factor in that conversation is like Lindy Ruff's been around the he's been around the bush once or twice, right? He know I'm sure he can tell if like a guy's catching a hot streak if it's worth riding him out or not. And yeah, let's face it, he's definitely got a hot streak. Will he be a guy going forward? Maybe it doesn't fucking matter as long as you're a guy right now. So give credit to that kid. He's playing well. Uh, for myself here, oh, I want to make amends with the fine people in New Jersey. I love their gabagool. I love me some Italian food. I, I love the Sopranos. Absolutely unreal. I've been calling them. I call them the New Jersey Dolphins all year. I was wrong. I had to chew on that a little bit. They got a decent team there in New Jersey. They got speed. They got offense. Defensively, I'm, I'm not fully convinced. I, know, I don't know what the advanced metrics are. I'm sure you guys got them. Uh, goaltending, that was a questionable too, but the Schmidt kid's playing well. But I kind of got to go with Carolina, man. Like I And I shit on them in the first round, too. So I don't even know what I'm saying here. But I I, I like the Hurricanes in this, dude. That Sebastian Alho has been absolutely unbelievable. That Brent Burns acquisition this year, like that was probably one of the best moves that that team absolutely made, man. Like He's been an absolute stud for them offensively on the back end. Obviously, he's a big body when it comes to playing defense as well. But like when it comes to him on the power play, this guy just fucking just that fake slap shot and then just find like an Aho or a Netchaz or some shit like that. Like it's, they're, they're playing well, man. So I don't know. I might have to buy him a Carolina a little bit more here. This is to me, this is an ugly matchup, but is it, I don't know. I'm sure I, I just got to start paying more attention to these teams, I guess. But, um, Carolina, I'm going with the hurricanes in this game, uh, minus one twenty. kind of like the hurricanes for the series as well. Um, yeah. As far as over under goes five and a half, man. 
I've seen, I've been burned by playoff Freddy so many fucking times. So if Anderson's in this goddamn net, I don't care who's in net for the other team. I'm taking the over. Carolina can still win, but I think we're going to see a couple more goals here. And uh, New Jersey's a pretty fiery team as well, man. So give me the over five and a half plus 110. I'll take that all day long. All right, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Edmonton on the money line at minus 120. Vegas on the money line at plus 100. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 115. The under minus 105. Mr. Meyer, I'm going to you here, my friend. What do you think is going to go on here? Is Edmonton, are, are they going to take this series, or what, what do we got? Yeah, quite like the Oilers here. For the series, um, just a much better team. They dominated the Knights in the regular season, and uh, they they got everything going. Uh, this 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 uh, playoffs here, uh, beating beating the Knight uh, Kings fairly convincingly. Maybe not the, uh, you know, it wasn't a domination, wasn't a spanking, but it was uh, still a convincing uh, King Six win. Uh, you like that? You like that Dom spanking, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Drysdale is playing out of his mind. In particular, he's healthy now, unlike he, unlike last year. Um, he he's got like an historically good uh, points per game record in the playoffs. Of course, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's like uh, it's it's absolutely insane what he what he's done in the playoffs in his uh, relatively short career. And uh, McDavid, <laughs> of course, I mentioned this once again. Um, he'll be freer to to play against the. Uh, the Knights centers who don't have the two-way prowess that uh, Deneau and Kopitar have, so he'll be uh, a little bit more free to do his thing and get down the ice quickly and set up plays or score himself. So that's another advantage. The Oilers just have too much speed for the Knights. I don't like uh, I don't like the Knights D. I know they they get a lot of credit for uh, you know Martinez blocking shots, the Trandos leadership and all that, but they're they're a bit slow. And uh, Shea Theodore, I think, is is the only one that really threatens. But that's more on the offensive side. So that's another reason why I like the over. But, uh, yeah, I like like the Oilers to win the series. I like the Oilers to win game one. And I like the over for game one as well. I think it'll be a high-scoring series with the the Knights unable to control the play, unable to do what the Kings did against the Oilers. Uh, The Oilers should be able to dictate play and play the way that they want. So, yeah, give me Edmonton here. I think that they're... uh, Clearly the the best team in the um, in the West for sure. So you can also play some uh, Western Conference totals at plus money. But um, yeah, I mean, actually, I would like that better than the series price. I would rather play Oilers at the Western Conference price. I don't see it up right now, but uh, it's probably better than this because the Knights are I don't know the the, the Kraken and the Stars don't exactly scare me if I'm the Oilers and the Knights don't either. So. Yeah, I'd rather just take the Western Conference price than um, than the minus 150 here. Because, yeah, if they get through this, then they'll get in the Western Conference Finals. And uh, Wallers will be big favorites no matter who they play. And, uh, yeah, if the Kraken can go through, they'll be even bigger favorites. So, yeah, and the Kraken are up 4-2. So, they, they might, they're in the driver's seat for game one. So that's why uh, Oilers Western Conference is probably the, the best uh, result of, of that, that little uh, meandering talk. Rant, whatever you want to call it. I was actually looking at. I think they were like plus 180, plus 190 to win the West. I was thinking about that last night. Like they, they if you think they're going to beat beat the, the the Knights here, they, like you said, they'll be big favorites against whoever they play next round. So t- take the plus 190, especially if if it's if it's that high. I mean, it might come down after tonight if Seattle wins. Also wanted to mention, meant to mention it before. Uh, Mar- do you guys see Mark Stone left practice and was like kind of kind of walking off gingerly after with like after coming back from his back injury? Today. 
today yeah i did not see that that's so scary that that would be huge the, the line hasn't moved for the game or for the series but if if he cannot go i i love the oilers more than i already do for this i, I took him in the series already game one minus 120 i'll take that puck line cheeky play plus 210 don't mind that and I, i'm all over the over as well uh six and a half minus 115 uh Pretty much everything Joel said, I, I completely agree with that. So, but Edmonton in the over here. Oh, I gotta go against the grain here. I'm so sorry, boys. I I know Jolie touched on Vegas's defense. I know they're not the fastest of foot here, but like, I'm sorry, but not enough people talk about playoff Alex Petriangelo. Man, the guy's an absolutely stud when it comes to postseason play. He's been doing it his entire career. Shea Theodore, like Joel said, yeah, he's a pretty big offensive guy, but this guy is a solid defenseman too. If Brandon, if uh, Braden McNabb was healthy, and I think he's day to day, what is it, upper body or some shit, broken nipple. So like, I don't know what's going on with Braden McNabb, but Alec Martinez as well. They got some guys on this back end of Seattle or of uh, Vegas, man. It's not just like one or two guys trying to shut down McDavid and Drysaddle. Like you got four studs that can potentially help get the job done here. Um, th- this Vegas team, man, they they just play. What's the word? I don't even want to say like smart hockey, but just consistent. They're middle of the pack in everything they fucking do, but they find a way to grind out wins. So like, what's the intangible for that? How do you record that? You can't. The only thing you can look at is win-loss record. And these guys were dominant in the West this year. I'm not taking anything away from Edmonton, man. This is the strongest that we've seen this Oilers team, arguably, in a long-ass time, dating back to God knows when, since they made their run to the Cup Finals way back. But, like, they, they look complete. So I, I like this Oilers team too, man. But I've uh, what have I learned from the – Vegas has been in the league for five years. Don't count out the fucking Knights, you know. These guys show up, man. So I'm going with them. I like Jack Eichel. I'm a little worrisome. The Ryan brought up, you know, Mark Stone leaving a little ginger-like, I guess, in practice or something. So that kind of sucks. But I'm I'm going with the Knights here, man. I'm not, I'm not going to count this team out. Goaltending, I don't love. I don't love Larry Versois. I'm sorry. I don't love Aiden Hill. Uh, Jonathan Quick, I think he's injured or something like that. But then again, I don't love Stuart Skinner or Jack Campbell either. So uh, it's that's a bit of a wash, I guess. Technically, you'd have to give the advantage to the Oilers, I guess, if you're here to look at it that way. But I'm going with the Knights in this series, man. Also, I'm going with the Knights to make a statement game in game, game one here. Give me Vegas on the money line plus 100. As far as over under goes, boys, it's an Edmonton game. It's going to be an over. Six and a half minus 115. I love that over. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm going against my boys. I love my boys here, Ryan and Joel, but I got to go against you guys this. I'm taking the Knights. All right, boys, that wraps it up here. I would say consensus plays, but fuck, there's two games, so I don't think we got to <laughs> worry about that one. Uh, do we got any ads here, Gilbert, or what's up? Um, yeah, let's go over the ads and then go take a look at the series here. Um, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And it's Kentucky Derby Week and the notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Garden Podcast Network, has all your triple crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday on June 10th, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time. Hell yeah. 
Love it. Uh, all right, we're going to run through the odds real quick for what we got currently. Uh, Florida leaves. You get Florida minus 130 to win the series. Toronto a plus 100. Uh, Carolina, the Devils. Uh, that series for Florida, obviously, is one nothing Florida. Carolina Devils, you can get New Jersey minus 130. Carolina plus 110. And then Vegas and Edmonton. Edmonton minus 150. Vegas plus 130. Anything jump off the uh, the table there at you boys or what? Leafs. I, 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 yeah, Leafs. I think yeah. I, I saw them. I think they're plus one sixteen on Camby books right now. I saw them plus one ten on on Fanduel. So yeah, love the Leafs at plus odds. I, I like the Canes at plus odds, and I I like the Oilers. I think minus one fifty is is still low. Or just look for the Oilers conference play, like uh, like Joel said. Maybe look for the Oilers Cup play now that uh, the Leafs are are losing to the Panthers. Yeah, I uh, I already spoke about the Canes night series uh yeah the the leafs prospects still going forward i think that they can uh bounce back after game one um just like they did and uh against tampa though to be fair i mean the leafs have played maybe two complete games they they, they dominated the lightning in game two and game six i think they were slightly the better team but other than that i think they've been the worst team in in all their games so far so that's a bit concerning meanwhile the panthers have been uh absolutely on fire they've been in playoff mode for like fucking two years uh, coming down, <laughs> yeah, dominating the second half of the season here. And um, Paul Maurice, I think, is a hell of a coach. And one more thing, like, fuck the national media. Once again, they were shitting on this guy, Paul Maurice. Oh, Andrew Burnett, Andrew Burnett. Oh, why do they fire this guy? That's why they're missing the playoffs and all this. And all of a sudden, they come out firing. Of course, Alex Lank has something yeah. to do with that, playing some good goaltending. But Paul Maurice, I think, is still a damn good coach. It's not his fault that the bunch of uh, Jets are a bunch of pussies and uh don't know how to gel or be a good team like uh, rick bonus is discovering there <laughs> no pushback Dude, no the pushback jets, man i'm sorry <laughs> but that i'm you know what it is like blake wheeler's just the biggest piece of shit in the world i'm convinced i'm convinced that's exactly what and same with mark shifley yeah. yeah mark shifley is the bigger one i think he but just, he learned he learned from wheeler you know so yeah it's a horrible culture there it's gonna break <laughs> apart they're gonna be a tank team i'm already looking forward to fading them in their uh, point total next year uh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I like Paul Maurice and he he's got these guys going finally. Just just think about it. Like the Panthers were the President Trophy's winner, President Trophy winner last year, and they beat the President Trophy winner this year. So if you put it in terms of that perspective, like this this was the best regular season team of last year, and then they're they're playing like it this year. Finally, like they they had a terrible first half of the season. They had some bad luck, but then finally things are going their way. And uh, I'm a little scared because I have fucking nothing on the Panthers except for. Maybe a little bit of Kachuk for Consmite, but uh, not a lot. And uh, so, yeah, it's a scary proposition going against the Panthers. But uh, I do think that the Leafs are still a better team. And uh, Samsonov was he was good enough today. I don't I don't think you could blame him he for the well. loss. Yeah, yeah. From Honestly, what I, I, so. I, the Leafs didn't play terrible, man. Like uh, I know you can say, yeah, they had two power plays to start the uh, to start the game and stuff, and they didn't get it done. But those power plays looked good, and even in the first period, period and a half, they're like. They weren't a bad. It was a good game. Like it's not like either team lost, but just Florida dominated or not dominated, but came out to be the better team in that game. So right. it's gonna I be a tight want, series. I just want to give some respect to the Panthers here. Uh, yes, hundred percent. Like, that was my thing yesterday when talking with Ryan. Like people saying, "Oh, it's the biggest upset in NHL history. The Panthers beat this the, the greatest regular season team ever." No, fuck that. The Panthers mm-hmm. are a really good team, mm-hmm. as they're proving again here against the Leafs. Um, it's it's not like the Lightning at Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets were shite. It was, yeah, the Lightning were absolutely, uh, you know, they got swept. I don't know why that isn't the bigger deal than the, than the Bruins. Bruins fucking choke. No, no, don't, no, no doubt about it. But it, it's not in this, like, this 
this historical thing like like the Patriots 18 and 0 uh, losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl or um, the Lightning collapse. Like the Lightning got swept four games. You can't win one game with that team. That, how do you defend that? How do you how do you like? Yeah, what can you say about that? Like, yeah, and the Bruins choked. We admit that, but uh, that nothing compares to the Lightning getting swept by the fucking Blue Jackets. And uh, yeah, anyway, Panther. I think the Leafs can come back here, but I'm not. I'm not adding more, any more Leafs. I'm not that confident. <laughs> Well, I, um, I got I got screwed because I, I I had Leafs game one in series. So if I went back in, I got I got to get back in. I, I, th- I think I'll get back in at, at plus odds. I think they still <laughs> are the better team. Uh, one more note on that Hurricane series. Uh, one thing that the Devils did, they took advantage of the Rangers' turnovers, especially in the defensive zone. And Carolina just does not do that. Carolina takes care of the puck. They get pucks in deep. They they play the right way with the puck. They they play safe, sometimes too safe, but they play safe. And I think that could frustrate the Devils after playing against a team like, like the Rangers. I I got I got a little thing. I've been back to the Boston thing, man. Like, I've been trying to be nice. I've been you guys know firsthand. You two more know more than anybody else. I've been saying you're the you biggest guys Boston said. fan of all. I've been you're trying bigger, to be a bigger Bruins fan than the Bruins fans. The Bruins fans <laughs> are always shit on their team, but you I've just been, uh, do nothing but respect them. I've been trying to be good, man, but I've some of the interactions that I've had over the past 24 hours has started to sway me a little bit. Man. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's the leaf. So, the leaf's coming out finally. No, no, no. This is just these guys being. I'm not, I'm still gonna be nice. I respect, dude. I I know what it's like to lose. If there's not one thing Leaf fans are good at, it's that being fucking losers, okay? So I know how much it hurts, and that's what I've been trying to reiterate when it comes to this. But you fucking scumbag Bruins fans are making it really fucking hard, especially. There's a guy on Twitter. Apparently, he turned into a little bit of a ghost here. I'm not going to get into oh, it. Oh, I forgot about this. If, if you're in the DM, oh. I, I messaged him today. Even I went to the DMs, still haven't heard anything back yet. So I'm gonna, I'll keep you guys posted on this scenario here. But uh, this guy's been giving me fucking shit since January. Every fucking couple weeks, I would get a tweet through the season. And then started the playoffs. That first game when we got lit up by Tampa, I I heard about it. And this motherfucker has just, he's a ghost. He's nowhere to be found. So uh, there's a little somebody that owes uh, owes a little bit of money. Okay, and that's fine. And we gave him a little bit of an out. And uh, I think the out was fair. I think it was more than fair, but maybe we, the we, merch is just on the way and, and he's waiting to send a picture. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's if anybody doesn't know this fucking cocksucking Bruin fan has been up my ass for about since January. Cause I, when I tore apart the whole city of Boston, I guess I did on the show and fucking we bet 200 bucks that the lease would go further than the Bruins. Just even no odds, you know, probably sh- I probably should have had some odds to be honest, but didn't. And, uh, so sure enough, it happens. And this guy's been giving me shit and, uh, the Bruins end up getting fucking bounced. Lease move on. And, I guess maybe he went on a trip. Maybe he's in, maybe he's in Portugal. Maybe he's in Cascai where I was for a little bit there. And maybe he'll come back and, uh, and let me know. But we gave him an out and said, you don't got to fucking, you don't got to pay the money. Just buy a, buy a hockey gambling podcast sweater. Go have a beer and send us a video at the bar. And that's, that's even. But uh, I don't know. We'll keep you posted this when is, it comes to that. This is why you don't make bets with uh, random strangers on the internet. No. <laughs> unless I'm, I'm unless sure. you happen to host a podcast with them. Yeah. I, yes. yeah, I guess that. But no. And they're not that. random strangers. It, no, I'm sorry. This is a scumbag. I know the people at Boston are better than this fucking loser. But uh, hey, man, if you put your fucking name to something like that and you're going to give me shit for the entire year, you can't go ghost, bro. That's such a fucking pussy move. I'm sorry. And it started, it just adds to my, I've been trying to be nice to Bruins fans, but enough about this. Okay. All right. Ghost, yeah. 
Well, he has. We're going to fucking puck bucks here, boys. HGP puck buck challenge. Uh, Ryan gave me a heart attack today. Told me that I was negative <laughs> puck bucks. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> um, current standings though. Ryan's in first place. This guy's a thousand two hundred fifty-five puck bucks and thirty-two puck cents. Uh, Jolie's in second. He has four hundred twenty-seven puck bucks and eighty puck cents. Uh, I'm in last. I got four hundred sixty puck bucks and twenty-eight puck cents. A lot of upsets in that first round, man. So I think that hurt a little bit of us, uh, except for Gilbert. So uh, Ryan, you go first here, my man. You're kicking ass. Why don't you kick us off here? Yeah, I got a few uh, series plays here. I got the Maple Leafs to, to win round two of the series, plus 100 for 50 puck bucks. Uh, I'll, I'll take a coin flip at this point. Um, then the Hurricanes in the second round at plus 110 for 40 puck bucks. And then uh, 10 puck bucks on Hurricanes to win in six at, at a plus 600. I think that's that's quite likely if, if the Hurricanes do win this. Could end up going seven. Either way, I think it's a decent bet. And then Oilers to win the series, uh, minus 150 for 75 puck bucks there and then Edmonton to win game one and the series for uh plus 155 for 50 puck bucks there for myself I'm not doing too well in these puck bucks so uh I went with a lot of player props which is uh probably a worse idea because I'm useless to that shit but uh here it goes First of all, Oilers Knights over six and a half, minus one fifteen, twenty puck bucks there. Fairly confident in this one. I think it'll be a high scoring series, so why not take it early? Could uh, see that one go up after a uh, high scoring game uh, one. After this though, it's uh, total total sharps and dark. <laughs> We're going with Evan Bouchard over a half a point, minus one forty five, twenty five puck bucks there. Uh, Edmonton power play is is uh, obviously historically good, and he is uh, number one on that unit. So I think it's a good chance he, he gets in on one of those power play goals. You like uh, him on your unit, eh? Hell yeah! Give me <laughs> give me the, the give me the boosh bomb all over my unit. <laughs> Got a good chance to score there. <laughs> and uh, next up, we're going Jonathan Marsh. So under two and a half shots on goal, minus 105, 15 puck bucks there. I think the Edmonton will carry the play meaning that the, the Knights won't get a lot of shots in, and uh, he's not exactly been the, the most uh, effective uh, offensive player. He's been efficient, but uh, not exactly a high-volume guy in terms of his shots. We're going to Timo Meyer. Most points in the Canes-Devils series at 20-1, to 2.5 puck bucks there. The 2.5 2. special, the 2, two puck buck, 50, cent, <laughs> 50 puck cent special. Um, basically banking on and maybe he he plays and is healthy. I mean, he, he came back to the game and he is traveling to Raleigh, so good chance he plays at twenty to one. I think that's that's a crazy number as as long as he plays. Um, and even if he misses the game, he, that's still very live. Um, next up, McDavid most points at only minus one fifteen, thirty puck bucks there. Uh, he's he's a uh, yeah he's McDavid like uh, I mentioned before. He's going to get the the freer space. Probably is going to keep clicking. Um, apparently the Knights have the best, they have the least penalties in the regular season. So maybe they'll get fewer opportunities this time, but, um, the way the refs are calling these fucking games, you don't need to do much to commit a penalty. So, uh, yeah, with all their speed, they should draw a few anyway. Zach Hyman should, uh, should, uh, you know, be Michael Bunting there and, and draw some shit. And, uh, next up we're going with Dougie Hamilton over Burns points, minus 120, 20 puck bucks there. For some reason, Hamilton is six to one for most points in the series while Burns is 12 to one. So at minus 120 for him over Burns, I think it's a crazy price. So I'm going with that. Uh, plus I like the devils in general. And finally, 
thanks to Ryan's intel, we're going with Evander Kane over Mark Stone and points minus one ten, fifteen buck bucks there. I wouldn't take this if uh, if uh, he didn't say that, but uh, we're, we're we're banking on that little bit of news. Uh, then, but... I'll, I'll I'll post the video I saw in the Discord, so you're not coming. Don't worry about, about it. it. It's good enough. It's <laughs> no, not good ass, eh? other fucking, uh, I, I, I'm making this up, so, so you so you waste ten buck bucks. Hell yeah. Fifteen, fifteen. Oh, well, 15 big ones on it. Big spender. Uh, all right, for myself here, I'm taking Leafs in the series here, plus 150 puck bucks. I think that they can come back here. I mean, yeah, anybody, uh, yeah, the Florida's a good team, but uh, I got to go with my boys here. I'm also taking Leafs uh, to win the series 4-2, exactly, plus 425. I'm uh, going to throw down 25 buck bucks on that one here. Uh, and then I'm going to take Aho, Sebastian Aho for the most points, a plus 350, uh, 25 puck bucks in the New Jersey-Carolina series here. Um, in that same series, I'm taking Carolina to win uh, plus 110 at 30 puck bucks. Um, for game one, I'm also on Carolina. If these guys shit the bed for me, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Uh, minus 120 in the first game. I'm throwing 50 puck bucks on this. That's gold, baby. Get it done for me, boys. I'm also going to sprinkle Leafs on the cup right now. It, it went up a little bit. I didn't love it. What was it like 350 to start this game or something uh, before they lost to Florida here? I, I didn't necessarily love that. But a plus 500, I'll take it. 20 puck bucks on that. Uh, and then this one I just added here because I got to go against my boy, Jolie. Um, he, McDavid might as well be his lock, and this is going to be my dog. Give me Leon Dreisaitl to lead in points in this series between Edmonton and Vegas at plus 170. I'm going to throw 25 puck bucks down on him. I think he talked about it a couple shows ago. This guy's just a playoff fucking stud, man. And McDavid's the best player in the world. Of course he is. But playoff Leon is not to be slept on, man. So at plus 170, I think there's definitely some value there as well. I literally talked about that this episode, but uh, classic <laughs> talent listening uh, skills. I'm drinking and watching hockey, okay? I'm not fucking listening to you. Get the <laughs> fuck gonna, out of here. You're probably going to win that one. You're probably going to win that one. Uh, I'm fucking terrible at this shit. So, uh, yeah, that, that's probably a good bet. That's let's, let's, listen to Talon, everybody. Hey, look at that. One, not mine. <laughs> Got to clip that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to save that and just keep it on my phone. And when I'm fucking bopping it, I'm just going to fucking put that up in my ear. Um, But one one more thing. Uh, I I really like uh, Joel's find of of Kane to have more points than Stone, especially if Stone is ruled out for game one. I took advantage of that with uh, Verhege over Bergeron in the the Panthers-Bruins first round series. So if Stone misses game one and and that line's there, Kane minus 110, I would be all over that. All right, we're kind of all over the place in the show, but there's two things that I wanted to bring up today that I forgot. We'll go through them pretty quickly. Um, obviously, Florida took down the Bruins there. Uh, Bobrovsky came in and played great. Ryan, when Florida had a, or not when Florida, when Philadelphia had a big comeback, three nothing against the uh, against the Bruins, who was in net for the uh, the Flyers when that happened? Um, it, it wasn't I, it wasn't Bob. That's, that's I think it was Bob. It wasn't, wasn't it? Bob. It was either uh, Leighton or Boucher. Are you sure? pretty positive i think you might be wrong because i did some digging and i'm pretty sure it was bobrovsky baby now i might be mistaken here because i bobrovsky didn't did not debut until the following season okay well that, i was gonna okay well that just i was just gonna say is bob a bruins killer but apparently not uh so disregard that second thing i wanted to say we meant to talk about it a little bit earlier uh timo meyer got absolutely fucking crushed by jacob tuba what are your thoughts on this hit here boys ryan i'm gonna go to you on this one it it's a legal hit. Uh, the, the the debate is over. If it's a clean hit, I mean, I, I understand both sides of it. They want to have player safety on, on their side. They want to you know make sure the game's safe. But I understand the keep your head up argument. I understand the you know the puck was gone for a little bit. I don't think the puck was gone long enough. I think 
I mean, an interference call wouldn't have wouldn't have completely shocked me, but in the regular season. But uh, under these rules, it's legal. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's clean or, or you know what this is what the NHL wants to get out of the game. Anything that that goes to the head. I mean, but also Truba can't help being taller than Meyer and Meyer kind of bending over. So shit like this is going to happen, especially with, with players like Truba, who nothing against him. He's playing within the rules. He's, he's playing high speed. That's how he plays. That That's just what he is. And yeah, good legal hit, legal hit but it, it definitely is going to cause some uh, conversations, I would think. I, I, I looked up when looking for Timo Meyer's injury status today. All I saw was it was a legal hit. <laughs> what should it be? That was literally like 10 articles all from the fucking nerds of the Athletic, ESPN, all those fucking cocksuckers. Oh, they, they drive <laughs> me know. nuts, man. Uh, they, they're trying to destroy the game of hockey. That was the most beautiful thing in that fucking game. And I was cheering for Hell the yeah. Devils hardcore, and I loved it. I fucking loved it. I was like, oh, man, fucking light that guy up. He just waltzing through, doesn't pay attention, just gets yes. decked by Jacob True. You always got to pay attention when there's someone like that on the ice, and he was not paying attention at all. And uh, yeah, that, that that's what you get you get punished for. I mean, they, they, he's Swiss. Maybe they don't teach that stuff in Switzerland. But this is <laughs> okay, fucking America. Don. Okay, Don Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Shout out to my guy Don. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You just uh, I hate this this narrative. You know, it's a, it's a legal hit technically, but uh, it shouldn't be. We got to destroy this rule. We got to destroy the game. And uh, eventually they will. But I'm going to be fighting against it every step of the fucking way because that was the most beautiful thing I saw in that day. And I saw I live in Vancouver. There's lots of beautiful chicks here, but nothing compared <laughs> to that fucking hit on J- on uh, by Jacob Truba on Timo Meyer. And uh, yeah, Talon, you agree with me this time. White, for, let's be on the same page for once Buddy. today. Do you think I'm going to say Come that on. this is a dirty hit at all? Not at all, man. You fucking know that. Boys, it's as simple as this. If you're skating across the fucking blue line, you're going to – you're obligated to be hit. You're eligible, I guess is a better word. You're going to get fucking hit. You don't just deserve the ice. It's not just your ice because you choose to be there. Oh, I have the puck. I'm crossing the line so you can't fucking touch me. Hell no. That's not hockey. You, you, got, like, you can't just back off of a guy. I don't give a fuck if his head down, if his head's up, if you fucking elbow him in the teeth or not. I don't give a shit. If you're fucking skating across the goddamn blue line with the puck entering the zone, you should know you're going to get absolutely clocked. And these days, the players just go through their willing-nilly. Fucking the, the, just not a big deal. Yeah, I'm going to go there. No one's going to hit me. Well, guess what? Somebody's going to fucking do it. And we saw it happen, and we saw what happened, okay? I don't give a fuck. Clean, first of all, my opinion, yeah, it was a clean hit. What else are you supposed to do? Just let him gain the zone? Fuck no. Ryan touched on it. Yeah, he's a bigger guy. Obviously, the point of contact is going to be a little bit higher up on the body. I don't even care. Fuck that, man. It's a contact sport. You're pissed off about guys getting hurt. Well, guess what? It's a fucking contact game. It's, it's always been a contact game. It always will be a contact game. And the point that it stops being a contact game, I'm not going to fucking watch anymore because that's just bullshit. You want to fucking just skate around and have a bunch of people on the ice? Go play bandy. don't know if you guys know what bandy is, but it's a fucking sport. So go do that. But you know what? We're playing fucking ice hockey. We're not even playing ice hockey. We're playing hockey. All European fucking losers that call it ice hockey. It's hockey, you cocksuckers. So fucking... <laughs> It is. No, I'm so sick of that. Oh, you play ice hockey? What, like field hockey compares? Get the fuck out of here, that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, fuck- it's, so, it's so annoying when you go to like a European book and you have to scroll yeah. down. You see hockey and then it's fine. Like some team you never heard of. Like, exactly, oh, fuck, bro. Like, 
Yeah, no, get out of here with that fucking bullshit. Whatever you fucking losers do on a field and a fucking wooden stick, that's on your barn. But no, that that's if that's a dirty hit, and if that's a if it's I know oh it's in the rule books, but should it be? Fucking jump off a cliff, you fucking analytic losers, bro. That's the stupidest mindset they have. Get it out of the game. Get it out of the game. Well, what the? How many people fucking stood up in that fucking arena when that happened and said, "Holy tits!" Our guy just fucking blew. He just saw fucking Timo Meyer get blown up. Even as Devils fans, you gotta be like, "That's fucking sick, man." That's hockey, and that's what hockey should be, and that's what hockey always has been, and that's what hockey, if I have my way to it, will be, man. So if you're pissed off about that, one, stop listening to this fucking show because I don't want you here. I, I don't mean that. I shouldn't say that. But two, second of all, you're a fucking loser, and you always have been a loser. Look in the mirror and fucking feel bad because you're a fucking piece of shit, okay? And you probably took somebody ugly to prom. That's all I'm going to say. That's fucking goal. More physical bodies. Crush people at the blue line, baby. There's a lot more dangerous jobs out there that pay a lot less than hockey. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't care about this. Make it safe. Make the game safe for everyone. Oh, fuck! Shit. I'm getting paid nine million dollars a year, and oh, I got a hit going across the blue line. Shut the fuck up, you losers. Somebody pulls this shit in like a beer league or something. Yeah, I get it. But girl, the fuck up. It's hockey. Um. All right. Anything else we gotta add here, boys, or what? No. I'm good. No. I'm good. You fucking nailed it. All right. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on. Tons of articles. Tons of great shows, man. The world of sports. We got hockey. We got baseball. We got fucking spring football is absolutely awesome. We got fucking basketball is doing this thing. F1. There's MMA. There's NASCAR. There's tons of other stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find all that information there. Be sure to check out Ryan's other podcast as well. Baseball Money and Fizz Fake. Him and Blake are absolutely killing it. Uh, fuck the Kraken, though. Suck it, Blake. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, check out the Discord fucking people in there it's a little hostile lately but that's okay everybody still loves everybody that's all that matters here uh since the rangers got bounced i think it's gonna be a little bit quieter in there as well so that's always nice to hear here <laughs> shout out my boy ryan in there he's, it's okay it's so he's passionate nothing wrong with that uh but get is, your that, is that what the p stands for ryan passionate ryan <laughs> yeah. P? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't know. It's a, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah. Um, it's a support system. It's yeah. a support system, right? We all need don't support. forget to say that. Yes, it is a support system. That's what it's meant to be. But more importantly, everybody's making fucking money too. So hell yeah. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in there, guys. You're missing out. It's an awesome fucking time. Reach out to myself and Ryan on Twitter. Uh, also, the SGP Twitter account will point you in the right direction there. Uh, or I'll DM me. I'll give you Joel's address. I'll give you his fax machine number. You can message him too. He'll fire you over the info as well. Fucking old man piece of fucking shit. Uh, he'll get you in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, shout out to the Discord. Shout out to everybody else. I don't know what I'm doing. Fucking get your ass in there. Yeah, the Discord's been good. Uh, playoffs are always going to bring out the high intensity on on and off the ice there. So all in good fun there in the Discord is a great support system and it's free. It's, uh, so get in there. You can contribute as much or as little as you like. Just lurk if you want, I guess, if, if that's what you're into. But um, and also uh, subscribe to the Hockey Yelling Podcast on Apple is sg.pn slash hockey. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, why don't you leave us a five star rating and review? Haven't got need some of those for, for the playoffs here to get it get us pumped up and uh, also on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe and turn on auto downloads. All right. I promise you guys as well. I'm pretty sober right now. I will be drunker for next show. So we're going to get her going. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter, Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. 
I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me being a Nuggets fan. I'm uh, heavily invested <laughs> oh. in them this year. Fucking best team in the West. Maybe best team in the league after Boston uh, chokes again against the Sixers without Embiid. So uh, path is clear for the Nuggets, baby. Like the Avalanche won last year. Nuggets winning this year. Go Denver. <laughs> Donnie Nuggets is your new name. Don Cherry and the Nugget. Donnie Nugget Meyer. I love it. All right, everybody. <laughs> Peace.